안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Uh, uh, yeah. Here is a, uh, what is here? <laughs> um, Which state? Uh, yeah, uh, Oklahoma. I came to Oklahoma last night because, you know, airplane delayed. And then we came to Oklahoma midnight. Now here is uh, 5 a.m. Even though very, very tired journey, but whenever I see our brothers and sisters from every morning, I am so excited. I'm so happy to see each one of you. Yesterday, we gathered at the holy ground of, uh, uh, you know, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, with Rick Jan Snow, state leader of the New Mexico, at the members uh, and the members. We all prayed together. It was a group photo. Then we had a Sunday service at the New Mexico Family Church. And we had a beautiful give and take time with all members. Some members also joined via Zoom call. Then I fly to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and arrived here last night. Thank you very much, Rick and Jen, and state leader of New Mexico, and Nadim and Romina, district pastor, and Reverend Jackson, our sub-regional director. Today, I'd like to, to speak to you under the title, The Way of Rebirth on, uh, and uh, Resurrection. Please read. Jesus promised the marriage of the Lamb at his second coming. Marriage brings two, a man and a woman, into one. The time has arrived. The Christian cultural sphere that is waiting for the only begotten son also needs to receive the only begotten daughter. As Jesus taught in a parable, God let out his vineyard to new tenants. Those new tenants are to render to the owner the fruits in their seasons. They are the Christians. To those new tenants, God sent the only begotten daughter. For this purpose, from before Jesus' time, God chose the Koreans who originated from the Dongyi people. They were an agricultural people who revered heaven and loved peace. In 1920, my husband, the only begotten son, was born. And in 1943, I, the only begotten daughter, was born. God's providence is amazing. In 1945, Korea was liberated from Japanese rule, but it was immediately divided into North and South, with North Korea adopting communism. At the time, I was in North Korea, but again, heaven protected me. Knowing that I could not grow up in safety under the communist regime, God guided me to flee to South Korea with my mother and grandmother. 
When the Korean War broke out in 1950, South Korea was completely unprepared to defend itself against North Korea's attack. But heaven protected me. 16 UN member nations joined the war, which was nothing short of a miracle. At the time, the Soviet Union was a member of the UN Security Council. If the Soviet Union had vetoed the resolution, the 16 nations would not have been able to participate in the war. In a dramatic twist of fate, however, the Soviet Union representative was absent from the UN Security Council meeting when the vote was taken. This ensured the participation of UN troops in the war. God anointed my husband and me as the true parents in 1960. Since then, we have cultivated blessed families of all races, nations, and religions. Now, religious leaders in all parts of the world are one with true parents and are multiplying the blessing ceremony. In early 2018, at the Africa Summit in Senegal, a Muslim country, I asked that Africa work together with me to uphold heaven's will. Heads of state, tribal chiefs, and religious leaders of all faith express their wholehearted support. In Europe, Buddhists, as well as Christian religious leaders are bringing their congregations to receive the blessing. Muslims have aligned themselves with the only begotten daughter. The same is true of Christians in the United States. We now approach the final task, which cannot be delayed. I must open the age of Chanoguk. It is a new age and we need to put on new clothes. As citizens of Chanoguk, we need the clothing of filial piety in our family, patriotism in our nation, saints in the world, and divine sons and daughters in heaven and on earth. I am on earth to speak the historical truth, and I am neither hesitant nor reserved about it. At the August 2018 Latin America World Summit held in Brazil, I compared today's Christianity to an unfertilized egg that will not yield life. I told this to a large number of denominational and religious leaders, including a Catholic cardinal. I said clearly that present day religions can bring forth life only by accepting true parents and receiving and sharing the marriage blessing. No one objected to my words. To fulfill my mission as the only begotten daughter, the true mother and the mother of the universe, I must give birth to the nearly 8 billion people on earth as God's true children. The Bible says, whoever speaks a word against the son of man will be forgiven. But anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. As a child is born of the father's seed in the mother's womb, we are born from God's seed in the mother of the universe. 
The people who deny their mother will neither prosper here nor do well in the next world. I am the true mother who brings new life. My heart is always open and I forgive not just seven times, but 70 times seven. Yeah, thank you, Heavenly Honey. The Bible says, if anyone speaks against the, whole, the son of man, it will be forgiven. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Why does the Bible say this? Because a true mother is the last being to save all mankind. People and ancestors who made a mistake in the Old Testament have an opportunity to be saved through Jesus. And those who made mistakes in the New Testament era have a chance to receive salvation through true parents at the completed testament age. However, true father, son of God, has already gone to the spiritual world and is not on the earth. Now only true mother, the substance of the Holy Spirit, remains on this earth. Therefore, if you deny true mother, refuse to uh, true mother, do not unite with true mother, you will no longer have a chance to receive salvation. God has given our ancestors and us countless opportunities so far. But if we disobey true mother, the last remaining being, where will our souls go? Then let's check the content of the Bible on, on this once again. And Matthew, uh, you know, chapter 12, verse 32, 30, uh, 30 to 32. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. I tell you that any sinful thing you do or say can be forgiven, but if you speak against the Son of Man, you can be forgiven. But if you speak against the Holy Spirit, you can never be forgiven either in this life or in the life to come. My God. Do you know who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the substance Holy Spirit? That is true mother. That's why mother saying that. Again, I'd like to apply our true mother here. Whoever is not with the true mother is against the true mother. And who that gather with the true mother scatters. I tell you that any sinful thing you do or say can be forgiven. Even if you speak against the son of a man, who is the son of a man? True father. If you speak against the son of a man, who is true father, you can be forgiven. However, 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 if you speak against the Holy Spirit, who is a true mother, you can never be forgiven, either in this life or in the life to come. Oh, my goodness. Why? Already I mentioned that. In God's creation, the Alpha, uh, alpha 
and omega are the same. Just as the end of the God's creation was the evil woman, right? God created environment and created, you know, uh, was that Adam? And was the God's final creation? It was Eve woman. The perfection of God's providence of restoration is also completed by the only begotten daughter, God. That's why in God's creation, the Alpha and Omega are the same. So God's final creation was Eve woman. Even though the perfection of God's providence of restoration also completed by only begotten daughter, God. Mother is a woman. This Bible really incredible meaning, my brothers and sisters. True mother is the last being. Then we, if we cannot unite with the mother, and then this person go away, this is the last of last opportunity. We are living with such a, a substantial spiritual being uh, who is a true mother how much we are really happy and get along together with the mother, living together with the mother, and then creating God's channel on the earth together. It is really incredible, how to say, opportunity. This kind of the golden time period never, ever come again. If we regret after we die, then does not make any sense. My dear brothers, and that's why I'm literally a little bit scaring. Those who really follow true parents of will, they invest so much, sacrifice so much, they pay all kind of the indemnity, and then following and following and true parents. But at the end, because of division, if you are against the mother, what will be happen? That's why the last minute, last moment is very important. Even though you are dedicated so much for the sake of the God's will, but at the end, Father said, the moment, the last moment when you have a last minute breeze, what is your standard of the, your faith? You are still absolutely believing God and absolutely believing for parents, that, were, that is your standard of your faith. Even though you offer your entire life, but at the end, you deny God, you deny true parents, then your entire life investment is, does not make any sense. That's why very important the last minute. Even though you suffer 30 years or 40 years or 50 years, what is your ending? What your ending? What your last moment? You still love God? You still love true parents? You are still really completely become, you know, uh, become uh, the unity with the true mother? That's the point, my brother says. That's why. Last minute is important, last minute. Hmm? Last minute. You see, rise at the thief. You know, when Jesus crucified on the cross, left side, 
rise at the thief. They were murderer. They, they committed very, very serious sin, kill people. They deserve to go to the hell of the hell. Their entire life is a really sinful life. But rise at the thief at the end, at the last moment, recognize who Jesus is. And then Jesus said, Jesus said, you will go to paradise with me together. Who entered the paradise first after Jesus? It was not Noah. It was not Abraham. It was not Jacob. It was not Jesus' disciples. He was murderer. One of the most sinful guys, but last minute, completely repent, recognize, truly, truly, and sincerely, you are my Lord. That's why Bible said, first one become last one, last one become first one. First one should be first one. First one, how can become the last one? Because you do not unite with the true mother. You do not gather with the true mother. And finally, you scatter and go your own direction. My brothers and sisters, very important. Of course, your beginning of your life of faith is very important. Even the processing of your life is very important. But the most important moment is what? Last minute. Last minute. What is your fate? That's why we need to pray about it. Very seriously pray about it. First one should be first one. First one cannot be last one. Alpha and Omega should be same. That's why God is God of eternity. Always unchanging, always absolute, always eternal. Alpha and Omega, same. That's the truth. That's why I need to maintain my first motivation and determination. I am the one who believe in God. I am the one who believe in true parents. My faith unchanging, absolute, and unique. On the way, so many temptations come. You know, you know, many issues, through children's issue, and some environmental issue, financial issue, all kind of temptation attack you, disturb you. But life of faith should be like Alpha and Omega, should be same, eternal, unchanging, okay? Absolute. Wow. True mother is the last being. True mother is what? Alpha and Omega. We need to know who is true mother's identity. 
through uh, today's father's word, the reason why we should attain. Very important. Here, here is a really some secret. Okay, uh, Heavenly Honey, please read. The reason why we should attend. As you receive more of God's love, you become larger, gradually leading more people and organizations. If you have laid a foundation to receive love from the people of a whole nation, you can make that nation one that can move the world. Because of this principle, you must lead a life of attendance. You need to lead a life of attendance in order to receive God's love. You must serve and attend God first. Thank you. I love our heavenly Honey's voice, so beautiful. Father said, what is the reason why we should attain? The reason should be simple. It is to receive God's love. Why we, why we need to attend God? It is very simple. It is to receive God's love. True Father, true Father said, as you receive more of God's love, you become larger, gradually leading more people and organizations. The person who has been loved by God will eventually become the center. Therefore, we need to attend God. If you have laid the foundation to receive love from the people of the whole nation, you can make that nation then then nation one that can move to move to the world. You need to lead a life of attendance in order to receive God's love. So attend God, serving God, what's the conclusion? You know, to receive God's love. Without receiving God's love, I cannot uh, grow up properly. My spiritual life cannot grow up properly. And then also I cannot extend my love to the family level, tribal level, people's level, nation and worldwide level. So when I receive God's love, and then I am so inspired, I have energy to expand, you know, uh, you know my love everywhere. And then my container of the love become bigger and bigger and greater and greater. Therefore, we need to receive God's love. That's the reason we need to attend God. Okay, continue. If you wish to receive God's love, <clears throat> what must you do if you wish to receive God's love? God comes to us with perfect love. So we too must invest something that is perfect. The Korean maxim, sincerity moves heaven, expresses this heavenly law. To offer devotion means to do your utmost internally and externally. You must offer everything, combining your words, your attitude, your mind and thoughts, all your actions, everything in the internal and external realities of your life. In Korean, this offering of devotion is called jansang. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Then why must we do to receive God's love? 
Father said, God comes to us with a perfect love. So we too must invest something that is perfect. As there is a Korean proverb, almost sincerity moves heaven. They are, I think, wrong translation. Korean maxim, sincerity moves heaven. No, almost. 지극정성 means almost sincerity. Almost sincerity moves heaven. The secret to receiving God's love is to offer almost sincerity. Not just only prayer. Not just only go to front line. Really, when Heavenly Father seeing you, like a sympathize, wow, this guy is really incredible Jong Song. I need to help him. I need to sympathize him. If I do not help him, who can help him? Even entire ancestors, spiritual world, even God need to help him because when Heavenly Father see that person's almost sincerity, that's why Father loves, you know, that this is, you know, Korean, Korean slogan, you know, Korean maxim, almost sincerity moves heaven. That's why God is very fair. It doesn't matter what kind of educational background, you just create only elementary school or university, you got a doctor degree or a master degree, and then you, you know, you have money or no money, doesn't matter. What's the best way to move to heaven? Doesn't matter position. Doesn't matter knowledge. Anyone putting almost sincerity, then you moves heavenly parents and spiritual world. That's why Chongsong is a key. Do not complain. Why I cannot do this? Why God, Heavenly Father, do not help me? I am telling you, leg of Chongsong, God cannot help you. You say, I did all my best, but spiritual world do not help me. But centering on God's point of view, your Jongsong still not enough. Not yet reach 100 degrees Celsius. My brothers and sisters, this is the key. Do not say I cannot do. Do not say it is impossible. We need to believe that almost the sincerity only moves heaven. Once again, only on most sincerity moves heaven. This is a power. This is a top secret. You know, how to break through, how to overcome, how can I feel, you know, how can I really uh, can achieve from, from impossible to a possible. This is the secret. And today's youth ministry, uh, very also important content. My brothers and sisters, listen carefully. Maintain original standards very, very well. Means you need to keep 
your first love, your, your first motivation. You need to maintain, not just only maintain, original standards, your first motivation. Bible said your first love. What's the best way to maintain my first love, my original standards very, very well? Today and tomorrow, I'd like to share more details. You must maintain the standards of when you join the church and heard, you know, and were touched by the word of the principle. However, if you fail to maintain the standard and keep going on, you will become unhappy. For example, there are people who go witnessing and become dominated by the people they are trying to witness to. And they are uh, pulled away because they focus on that more than the connection to God and the church. So they let it pass and lament for life. When your status is lowered, recovery is difficult, and you will have regret for the rest of your life. You know, I, when I see some senior blessed couple's testimony, and then even I look at my older friend, you know, they go out for witnessing and then you know, some beautiful woman tempted him, some very handsome man tempted her, and then, and both of them, then left the church and then married together. And then lay down, they regret and regret and regret and regret, and so much regret. They lost first the standard. They lost the first motivation. They tried to witness people, but the object partner witnessed them. Secular world, secular world environment witnessed me. And then I could not keep my first love and my first motivation. We can see everywhere that kind of things. Someone tempted by money. Money witnessed him. And money win over him and then forget God and left the church because focus on my own knowledge, focus on my own job, focus on money, focus on the womb, you know, my lover who tempted me. Wow, subject become object, object become the oh, no, subject. This is the fall, my brothers and sisters. Those who enter the leave the unification church do not know if there is a better place that they can spiritually go to. But when they cannot, it becomes a problem. Moreover, it is even more difficult if our church is the final destination. This is just like how it is difficult to recover the first love after the first marriage is broken. Someone so disappointed, disappointed when you, you know, join Christian movement. But for you, still have opportunity to join unification movement because unification movement is a final destination. However, 
You came to know through parents, understand divine principle, but you left the church from unification church. Centering on God's point of view, unification movement is a final destination. What shall you do? What shall you do? There is no way to recover. You know, that's why how we can keep our first motivation and first standard. This is a very important point. That's why Bible said in Revelations chapter 2, verse 4, it says, you have forsaken the love you had first. It is very, very difficult to recover after losing your first love. If you cannot keep your first love and lose it, it leaves lots of scars. That's why I told you I failed. First marriage. Wow. Second time, third time, four, five, more difficult. That's right, no matter what, you need to keep your first marriage, your first love. Once you lose it, you can lose it again and again and again and again and again. Therefore, the timing has to be right. When you pass your teens and 20s and 30s, you need to use your intelligence and heart to nurture your spirit. You know not to waste time and to maintain the first love well. You must always give and receive with a good able and establish a good horizontal relationship with the people close to you in faith. My brothers and sisters, very important. Then is a key is here, okay? Key. How to maintain my first love, how to maintain my original standards well. Key is here. You must maintain original standards well to live with the love that you first you know, encountered. You must always make gains. You must always make gains in life. In other words, you have to live, live a life that always creates a plus. For example, businessman's secret to not becoming exhausted is to keep on making profit. Oh. Even though you are your businessman is you are very busy because so many people come to your restaurant, you know, too much crowded. Even though your job is very, very busy, you are not exhausted. Why? You can create plus. So exciting. Physically so tired, but as long as you make profit, as long as you create a plus, this businessman is so exciting, so happy about it. Our life of faith also same things. When I create plus, when I produce spiritual children, and then my spiritual children increase, increase day by day, my result of true love is more expanding. When you create that kind of a spiritual plus, I am telling you, you never tire. This is the way 
you can maintain your first love. Same goes for faith. If you have to take the standard of the first love and bring a plus to standard of that first love every day, the more you know the taste of the truth, the, the more you hear the word, the more you need to taste and hear deeply. You know, the businessman, our life of faith is the same things. Need to make profit. Need to create plus. Our life of faith need to create plus. What does it mean creating the plus? Produce your love. Living for the sake of others. And producing a lot of spiritual children. Then you never ever tired. Even though you join church 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, do not produce the result of love. Do not produce spiritual children, I am telling you. Like your business. Just, you know, just only, you know, no maintain, no plus, and no minus. You feel very much boring about it. However, any businessman, you know, no customer, and the losing money, become minus, and then need to close, close down your business, right? Even life of faith, same thing. How can I inspire my life of faith all the time? Focus on salvation. You are alive. You will surely produce the result of love. You are sure you are spiritually dead. You cannot produce even one spiritual children. Are you alive? Are you or dead? Are you dead? My brothers and sisters, salvation creating me, my life standards always alive. I can maintain my original standard very well. Wow. Businessmen and our life of faith, same things. You need to create a plus. You make gains in your life all the time. When you relationship with your wife, you need to improve, you need to make the plus. When you make relationship with your children, make plus. You need to create plus. Make gain. Your relationship with your children, with your wife, with your, with your husband, with your parents, with your kin, and with your able. All the times you need to make the you need to make plus, create plus. What to do? Living for the sake of others. Sacrifice and sacrifice and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. Invest and invest and invest. What is the, the other way to gain the plus? Tell me, or if you have another top secret, then tell me I can follow you. But Prabhupada's guide us very clearly. Amazing. That's why whatever you do, your relationship need to improve with your wife, 
with your husband, with your children, with your kin, with God, with true parents. Very clear. Your business is minus, need to close down. You surely die. No matter what our final destination, our final home, no matter what, I need to create a plus. No matter what, I need to make the gains in my life of faith. Am I true or not? Am I true or not? Why I don't have power? Because your business is minus. If I minus and then I need to change environment, renovation, this and that, I need to you know, check, you know, maybe my food taste, my cook is not so good. Need to check clearly about. Those who enter the church for the first time gradually learn the deeper content of the world and gain a sense of the ownership and responsibility. The next step is to learn to take responsibility for others. As I take responsibility for others and go further and take responsibility for the church, I come to understand deeply in many ways. Very, very important, my brothers and sisters. When you receive God, you are very inspired. And gradually, you need to have a responsibility. Human beings can grow up through responsibility. Without responsibility, though, there is no way to grow up. When you go to church and attend Sunday service, all very inspired by God and come back home. I am telling you, maybe one time or two times is okay. You don't have responsibility at your church. Your spirituality never grow up. Never grow up. That's why you need to have your own personal responsibility at the church. Cleaning up toilet or taking care of young people. I taking care of the, of the kids or I, I, I supporting and helping the Sunday service. I become one of the musicians to help our church Sunday service ministry. You need to have your own personal responsibility at church without responsibility at the church and just go and come back. I am telling you, your life of faith is surely losing. Oh, okay. I don't have two time to do that at the church then. You need to focus on outreach. Visiting Christian church. Visiting your neighbors. And convey God's message. You do not do even outreach. You don't have a proper responsibility at the church. And then you are like old looker, tourist. You come here, okay, here and there. You look at brothers and say, go back. You are tourist. Tourists never be responsible. Because you are tourist. You are tourist to faith or you are really true faith. Human beings grow through their own responsibility. If I am not responsible in the church and in my life of faith, I cannot grow. Furthermore, I must comfort God by taking responsibility for not only my own responsibility, but also my my tribe and the cross of God, then you can keep your first love. A true cause of faith is always try to live by that standard when you first enter the church and, and, and were touched. You must live a life like a beginning. Leaving things, always treat things as if it were the first. 
and healthy person can eat the same food all the time as if it were their first time without getting bored. When I live for the first time like this, it's always new and fresh. That's why if you live with the same heart as the first time, it will become eternity. Living like in the beginning is connected with eternity. Parents and child, couples and siblings should always live like the beginning with the first love. Do not, do not deal with them with you know, preconceptions. We should always live with each other with a curious, interested heart that cherishes the people like we've met them for the first time. Brothers and sisters, today I teach you top secret, right? Give me donation. Every morning, I tell you, true parents, top secret. Wow. I also, I'm so inspired. I need to donate to true parents. Every morning, God give me daily spiritual food. Every day I'm struggling, Heavenly Father, what kind of the food I need to cook every day, daily bread, daily bread. And then God always gives me the same answer. Do you believe God is a God is God is God is a God of the no limitation? God's heart is no limitation. You just believe in that. You need to rely on me. I am ready to give you. Just you deny yourself, open your mouth. I am telling you, I am delivering daily bread to the, my children through your mouth. Deny yourself. <laughs> anyway, also I, I, I have my own portion of responsibility sometimes. I'm struggling about that. Brothers and sisters, God, God's heart is no limitation. The word of heart is no no limitation, always rich, always powerful, always fresh. My brothers and sisters, we learned today how to keep my first motivation, first standard. Thank you very much.